Okay, here we go. The Panda Mega Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Hi. It's me, Mikey. Our, our announcer's gone tonight. He took the night off. Oh, God, you know, you can't count anybody anymore. Peter Puller, he's gone. How yeah. much vacation time does that asshole have? I don't know. And what does he do? Pulls his feeder. Yeah. I mean, he's like, the guy does nothing. And then he expects us to pay him full scale. Well, well screw it. If he you, takes a week off, he takes a week off. You pay him quite a bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. give him. You know, I think we should look for a new announcer. Okay. Ben. Seriously. Ben. You want me to be the announcer? You'll be the announcer. Go ahead. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Podcast Jesus. with your host, okay. Mike Adams. <laughs> That eh, sucks. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, if, if we're going to hey, have to do that, hey, I could do it. Mikey? Fuck you. I'm, I've been an announcer <laughs> for my whole life, you know. I, uh, it said, you know what it said in my sixth grade yearbook, what I wanted to be when I, when I grew up? You sure you want to? You're not going to believe this. What? <laughs> a whore. No, no. It said, <laughs> I, I want to believe that. It said, like, success. It, that I wanted to be a CIA agent. Oh, what's wrong with that? I don't know. It was back in the, you know, back then it was like the man from Uncle and James Bond and everybody was a something. And I wanted to be a CIA. My father was an FBI agent. Some of the other kids wanted to be an FBI agent. See, I there said, it is. That's boring. Runs in the family. I want to be a CIA agent. Yeah. You know, Mission Impossible, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, guess what? What happened? I'm in the CIA. Well, <gasps> you didn't know that? I did not I'm know that. spying on you oh the whole time. So we're God. breaking news here tonight at Mike Adams. When you told me you did wet work, I thought it was uh, <laughs> something else altogether. Uh, I work in a wet, uh, wet bar. I, uh, I make bat soup. There it is. Uh, Episode 80, is this what this is? Uh, right. 80, got, yes. It's episode. a painful episode for us. We're not even going to, you know, normally we sit here, we laugh, we joke, Have we guests. screw around. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. This is a little too, too serious a time in our nation to oh. be laughing about stuff. Seriously. Although I did save one joke. You have a joke? You want it? You wanted, uh, you, want, you, want, you want it to start the show or do you want it later? I think you should. Well, yeah, uh, let's get the laugh out of the way. Yeah. Because Lord knows there's only one or two laughs in this show per episode anyway. Right. So let's get it out of the way now. All right. All right. Well, it's not really, it's not even really a joke. It's okay. just kind of a, it's a new, it's a dictum. A dictum? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wrote a book. What's the title of the book? It's all, it's all about reverse psychology. Yeah. So don't read it. <laughs> well, Mikey was right. There are going to be no laughs in this show. <laughs> 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 no, you should give him the sad, sad horn for that one. Uh, we don't have the sad horn. Oh, we have. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that. All those times are over. The, did you, didn't you hear? Oh, All it takes to cure the COVID-19 is a nice riot. <laughs> oh, not bad. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Oh, look, right. it's my wife. She's texting me right now. We, so how, how are you guys doing? What's your wife want? Uh, well, I have to have some tree work done. And the guy came by today to look at the Is that code trees. for you need to trim your sack? <laughs> no, my sack's in great shape. Oh. need to truncate your trunk? <laughs> Do you feel better knowing that? Hey, that's Bill's sack's in great shape? That's not funny. Oh, my God. Here it comes. <laughs> Does the guy have a branch office that's coming over? Does he oh have Oh, my a... God. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah. so the tree work, and I, I, I had her guess the price because it's expensive. Yeah. And she guessed the correct number. She did for the tree work? She did. And so that's good because if it was any more than that. I think it's $47,500 is a lot for one tree. Why doesn't she just come and tell you? Why is she constantly texting you from the other wing of your estate? My well, wife does that ridiculous. too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. She's over there with Jeeves and with uh, Chauncey. 
My wife bakes cookies. I get a text. You want a cookie? I mean, just leave them on the plate. I'll be up. <laughs> Is that how she talks? No, that's how I talk. Um, so did anyone, when we were, we, a week ago, when we did our last podcast. Yes. There was nothing going on, really, except a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just a run-of-the-mill pandemic. <laughs> yeah, people dying in nursing homes. Nothing going on. And that was the big talk. CNN had the bottom left corner of the screen. 100,000 dead people. And it's Trump's fault, whatever they're saying, with the scorecard. Now, that scorecard is gone, okay, because they need all the screen room oh, to show all the protesting. Keep everybody on. frightened. Oh, right. yeah, that's good. So it's, this is one week ago, right? We had Tony V on. That's right. It wasn't even a, this wasn't even a thing then. Well, we talked about COVID and all the rest of that crap. And in five days, it's the only thing, Ben. The only thing. It's the only thing I was talking about. So let's get it all out on the table. How do we all feel? Sad. Can I say this to start the just to start the conversation? Would you say something, Mike? First of all, nobody. There's nobody, cop or non-cop. Left, right, conservative, middle, libertarian. There's nobody in America, black, white, a- any color, who is on the side of that cop in Minneapolis Correct. for killing that guy, George. Yep. There's, there's nobody. So we are at least unified as a country in one respect. We all think that guy's an asshole and should spend the rest of his life in, in prison or whatever. Or you think, or should he be death penalty? I mean, I don't know. There's probably people out there who think he should be killed. But we know he's guilty and it was just wrong. That's right. That's exactly right. And he's the worst nightmare for anybody, not just black people, but for any cop. I mean, for any perpetrator of any crime is an asshole like that who doesn't care if you live or die to show that he's tougher than you and that he's going to, you know, he's the kind of guy. I'm I'm not sure that that's the first time he ever kneeled on someone's neck. Okay, because he's an asshole. And what about the other guys that just stood around? Well, right. And they'll be dealt with, too, by the way. They're cowards. You know they they will be. Totally cowards. cowards. You know they'll be. This guy's arrested. He's in jail. He's going to be in jail. He's going to go. I understand that maybe it took a little too long to get to that point since they had videotape on the guy. I understand that. But the only ultimate thing you can do uh, as a punishable crime in that situation is take him out of society. Right? Take him out. What are you going to do? Kill everybody? Kill every cop? Yeah. You're going to go up against every cop? You're going to hate every cop? 95% of the cops in the world are fine, and they're nice, and they're good people, and they do jobs that none of us would want to do. I know I wouldn't. They're the first ones you call when danger is around. Uh, of course. And so there are bad cops, just like there are bad everythings well, in can, this can world. I, can I ask you a question? Because uh, we use, like to use the phrase, there's a couple of bad apples. And we kind of accept that. Sadly, yeah, shouldn't be accepted, but we kind of accept that there's a couple of bad apples in the police force. It's reality. It is reality. We don't accept that with pilots, <laughs> right? Well, no, you don't accept it, but it, it happens. You know, there. No, be... no, I understand that it happens, but when we say, "Well, there's just a couple of bad apples," that's acceptance, right? We don't accept that in other segments. Right. But uh, it, pilots are largely people, just people to, that have our lives in their hand. To point out a difference, though, pilots are up there; they don't want to die either. They're up there piling a plane so they can get home to their families, and we can all get home to our families, and they're, they're doing it the best they can for that reason. Cops, are, it's different because they're up against – they go into neighborhoods where three out of – one out of every three people has a gun or is a drug dealer or an asshole or a thug or a criminal. They go into these neighborhoods routinely. They don't go driving around the, the suburbs. Mm. They go into the bad neighborhoods where the crime is, and they're under a lot of stress, and there's – 
it's a different it's a different world their day to day than a pilot. Stress too. Think about it. Three hundred people's life are different in your kind hand. of stress. I completely. It, it, well, you still have three hundred people's lives in your hand at any given moment. Right, but you're not. No, but my point <laughs> is we can't. We shouldn't accept that. My point is we shouldn't accept that there are some bad cops. We don't. We, but we do. The point when people say there are, I don't accept it. I don't accept that there are bad cops. You just they, kind of get did them out. because you said, "Well, there's cops." That, they go and there's this different no, kind of stress. And I'm saying that their circumstances are different. That doesn't mean that, that you shouldn't take a bad cop out right away, out of the out of the scenario. Oh, I agree, absolutely, hundred percent. I, I wish cops would but look it's more at to doing the right them. thing I mean, instead of protecting a bad their pilot. Own when they you do will detect bad. though, Ben, because he's going to crash. You're going to be yeah, picking then it's up too late. With a cop, you know, you they, they, a lot of the stuff that they do that's bad can be hidden for a while. But I'm saying when it does come out that a cop is bad, I don't want him anywhere near me or anybody of any race. Yeah, but I'm not saying you specifically. I'm talking about overall as a society. We hear that phrase. We use that phrase a lot. Yeah. I'm not, that's not a personal attack on you. No, no, you're no. I'm not saying. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is. <laughs> I'm really not. We have to hold them to a higher standard. We have to hold everyone to a higher standard. But particularly people that are in that position. Right. And they should be holding themselves to a higher standard as well. Everybody should be holding cops to a particular set of morals. You know, it's, talk about morals. There's a show on TV. We watch it a lot, Lori and I. And uh, it's uh, Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. Sure. They run into these situations. They take the, the, the situation out of the headlines. And they show how it should be handled and how it shouldn't be handled. It shows you the consequences right. as well. But it's just a, a good dramatization of how to handle certain situations. And there are many episodes we watch where there is no resolution. It's just, it is what it is. Right. And they did the best they could. Right. But uh, what they talk about, to your point, about the police going into these, like walking into the fire. They willfully walk into the fire. Hugely and stressful. And if they work in that same beat every night, it's stressful every single night. Now, I'm not, that's not an excuse for any kind of bad behavior. Yeah. What that is is pointing out the difference between a pilot who's completely sure of what he's doing, confident in what he's doing, and doesn't face that particular imminent danger on a regular basis. He just has to land the plane. <laughs> now, they'll face weather and stuff like that, but you're right. You don't want a bad cop or a bad pilot. But I think uh, when it comes to the cops in particular, you know, and, and for us to hate, for not for us to, but for the world to hate on cops in general because there are bad cops, is like saying, okay, well, I don't like, you know, people of a certain minority race because there are bad people in that minority race. I agree. That's ridiculous. It I doesn't make any generalizations sense. Generalizations don't work. They don't help the situation. But right. I think Ben's, so, Ben's point about, and even though they are in a stressful situation and they do walk into the fire, I do think because they have the power of life and death and they have a lot of control over it. Sure. They should be absolutely held to a higher standard. Like they have to pristine, be. Yeah, like right. absolute rock and solid less, rules. And less so now with body cams, though. There was a time when nothing they ever did was documented <laughs> or, or reported by their their partners. And, and, and that's that's when it was really, really scary. Listen, yeah. Most cops are great people, great at their job, do yep. exactly what they're supposed to do, protect and serve. There are some pieces of shit, just like every walk of society. There are just some pieces of shit. So we all are together on the same concept that that, that, that cop... Got what he deserved. It's Are you now is the rest of the world getting what we deserve for some reason? I don't understand why everybody else has to have their store burned, uh, looted. Uh, That's you know, a whole people other story. beat up. Just for example, Those okay, the, we're talking criminals here: looters and arsonists yeah. and violent attackers. They're criminals. Okay, there's no question about it. But four cops were shot in St. Louis yesterday. Mm -hmm. Four. Yeah. 
Uh, a, a police officer in Las Vegas was shot execution style in the back of his head while he was trying to control a situation. Guy walked up behind him right in front of a casino, shot him in the head. He said, now, what is a Las Vegas cop who might be the greatest cop in the world? You don't know. May, might have three little kids at home. Why is he getting shot in the head because of this eruption of, of, uh, of hatred? Why, what, what does that have to do with him? I don't think that is solely the black community that is mourning the loss of... Uh, it's of, not. No. It's, um, it's, the, it's the Antifa, and they are taking advantage of a political situation to improve anarchy and, and yeah, it's all about the election. Yeah. I think it's up. a little bit of the other side too. I think there are and I think it's mostly Antifa, but I think yeah. there are a couple of people that have bad intentions to make the situation look and feel worse. You know, shipping it. There, there are some of those. It's adding insult to injury. You know, we just came off this pandemic and the people who are getting their businesses burned out are struggling and dying and then all of a sudden the place that they had the hope in for for recouping their financial prosperity is, is getting smashed and, and uh, it's just i thought it makes most people sick to see the video of people run. the guy who shot the las vegas cop was edgar sama samaniego he was a hispanic guy he was listed on the police report as white uh for that reason they've had 338 arrests in the last three nights in las vegas now you think of Vegas, it's like, okay, people go there to have fun. I was say, well, isn't that a normal <laughs> night in Vegas, 300 arrests? Like, <laughs> well, the, yeah, the different kinds normal. of arrests. Uh, no question about it. But we're talking barbaric behavior by people. The what, And they, they have really two sets of, 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 uh, of demonstrations going on. There's the daytime peaceful demonstrations that you hear MSNBC and CN, CNN talking about constantly. Well, it was a peaceful demonstration today, and yeah, but what about when the lights go down at mm -hmm. night? What happens? Yeah. Well, that's when people start running around, torching shit. Everything from police cars to store, busting into stores and just running out of there with everything. Yeah, we're talking, these are just criminals. How about this? How stupid do you have to be? I mean, literally stupid. Think of us in this crowd right here. Would anybody be dumb enough to try and scale the fence at the White House? What do you think what would happen if you actually made it to the other side? It's, they would probably make me vice president. Is there anything you guys have seen from this that gives you any hope? Because there's a, one or two things that I've seen that actually does give me a little bit of hope. But I want to know from you guys, is there anything you've seen watching all the footage from everything that's gone on over the last couple of days that you're like, okay, this, this here is a positive step in the right direction. This is what we need to be looking at more of. Well, you're talking about like where the where the where the uh, demonstrators run over and they they hug a cop or something like that. No, I mean, when the cops kneeled with the protesters and then the cop, I think it was in Flint, Michigan, where they yeah. ended up just walking with each other. That's fine. Down, the, that's just fine. The, yeah, you, that didn't feel kneeling. I don't. I don't think there's any need for any of the police officers to kneel down and and. and Bow to to. It's uh, not bowing it's, down. Well, it's showing they're not solidarity. Supposed to, they're not supposed to have solidarity. They're supposed to be a no, force. But they are as people, as citizens of the country. They okay. should be. Well, then well, they should sing other. Kumbaya and sit by a campfire. <laughs> uh, my point on that is that these police are there to protect property and people. And if you're going up against the cops, trying to smash them in the face, or throwing rocks at them, or bottles, or hitting them with bricks, or trying to set their cars on fire. They don't have to kneel down and be nice to you. My dad that's always not, said. That's not in any way, shape, or form anything related to what I brought up. I brought up the oh. fact that you're seeing a situation I thought you brought up cops, cops kneeling down. <laughs> yes, and coming together with the society that is protesting, that is angry, and walking together and 
and showing camaraderie. Well, I mean, a lot of the cops are black. I'm sure that they all have solidarity with the, the movement itself and, and, the, and the fight against uh, racial injustice. I, I'm sure they, they agree with that. they helped de-escalate the situation. Every cop has gone they out and said that. They helped avoid a situation happening. Yeah, but by kneeling down and the if someone by said showing, if someone yes, said to it was me a moment of solidarity with the people that are sad kneel, and hurting and angry. Okay, and if, if someone protested said to me, kneel down and we'll let you get by here, and I'm a cop, I'd say go fuck yourself. <laughs> what? That's what I would say. Kneel down. I'm going to kneel down because you told me to. I told you to back up and you didn't. Right? If you're a cop, right? You're trying to get protect the area. You say to the guy, back up. They'd say no. You kneel down. What are you going to say? Oh, sure, okay. Who, who said anything about telling the cops to kneel down? What are you, what are you talking? Wait a minute, about? hold on a second. Did, didn't they? Weren't they saying to the cops, "Take a knee, take a knee," over and over again? Oh, there was. Isn't a group that, that part did of the that, story yeah. that did was that? there part of it? Well, there, this happened in multiple situations. This oh, wasn't okay. just one well, inc- incident with I'm, cops. I'm referring and... to the one where they told the cops to take a knee. If I'm a cop, I'm like, well, what, what, what are you telling me to do? See, I don't agree with you trying to tell the cop in that situation what to do. You're supposed to be coming together and trying to work together to solve the situation. So I don't agree with that. But yeah. it was more about the cops walking with the protesters, See, showing solidarity with them. Not just I think saying, if every single you were hung up on that one tiny if thing. If every single demonstration was a truly a peaceful demonstration, there'd be no argument with the cops. They wouldn't be hitting people. They wouldn't be pushing them back. They'd be standing there watching them protest because that's what they're pre- trained to do, and that's what they would do. It's when it gets crazy that the cops have to keep control of the situation. They have to. My dad. It's used their to say, job to do that. My dad used to say, uh, "I must have been fourteen or whatever. I got in a little trouble." But anyway, he said, for what? Uh, just being a smartass. But um, first degree smartass? He said, if you do anything in your life, if your behavior attracts the attention of the police, especially the negative attention of the police, yeah. expect trouble. From you. Uh, <laughs> I would be in trouble big yeah, time. Right. But, that, but that I would be in trouble with the police. If you, know, if you do something to attract the police, if they have to come and see what the hell you're up to, you should just expect, oh, shit, what have I done? You know, right. That's it. You cross the line. Yeah, I got in a little trouble myself. But yeah. <clears throat> I just denied everything and lied about everything. Oh. And, and, here, and I'm here today <laughs> to prove that it worked out well for me. No, but I feel bad for the cities. I feel bad for the business owners in the cities. And you, how can you not? How can you not watch what they're doing? Uh, you know, and, and I, it's again, ridiculous. who's it's responsible ridiculous. for it? Who knows? But the people who are doing the crimes that we're watching, they're thieves. They're, they're criminals. They're, they're arsonists. Yep. You know, bad people. Very bad people. Sociopaths. Um, Boston, New York, Chicago, L.A., Minneapolis, St. Louis, Oakland, Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you're a city, you're going to have something going on. I, heard, I read today there was something going on in Bethesda, yeah. which is where there's a nice hospital. Did you mention Providence in there? Uh, no, I didn't. Is Providence a city? Is Rhode Island even a state? <laughs> state of mind. It's so little and cute and everything, little it'll. Um, the one that bothered me the most, I think, out of all this was I saw and I tweeted this. I'll tell you, some people are really stupid on Twitter. I, no. Yeah. I mean, un, <laughs> unbelievable. Say it isn't so. So there's a picture of Lincoln Memorial, and someone spray-painted the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, y- y'all ain't tired yet? You know, okay. Graffiti's one thing. Now, and I know this from – I'm a world traveler. When I go to a city that's covered with graffiti, I think this is, is probably not the safest neighborhood in America. Yeah, yeah. Graffiti is kind of a telltale sign of people doing what they want. When you, uh, when you deface the Lincoln Memorial, 
what you're defacing is not only the greatest president in the history of this country. Uh, and they don't just put anybody on the $5 bill. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Abraham Lincoln, the Emancipation Proclamation, the Civil War, a war in which 600,000 Americans died over the issue of slavery, and then you emancipate the slaves, and then somebody says, desecrates your, your memorial? N not Abe Lincoln. Anybody but Abe Lincoln. I mean, right? And my son was there with me. We traveled to Washington to see my daughter. And my son, Andy, was eight years old. And we went to the Lincoln Memorial, and we stood in front of that statue. And you know what my son, Andy, said to me? It was the cutest thing for an eight-year-old to say. He goes, oh, man. He goes, every American should see this. Wow. How cute is that? And then someone spray paints it? Oh, yeah. well, Like, because well, they're being an ass-fucking-hole? Some America hater, yeah? Oh, Somebody come on, that man. It's Abe it. Lincoln, yeah. you know? They have no respect for Abe Lincoln. Oh, and then they also did, did the same thing to the World War II Memorial, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. which is the ultimate fight against uh, fascism that ever existed, mm -hmm. where so many people were brave and gave their lives for a cause. Yep. And they oh, spray paint it. Go fuck yourself. Take that spray paint and shove it up your asshole. Oh, they get tired of living in mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had to go out. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about people who spray paint. Now, could someone come by and spray paint my shed, please? It's really getting bad. Uh, I need my shed painted. but And I, I'd even settle for graffiti, and that thing is so ugly. So aside from the smash police cars and the fire bombs and the Molotov cocktails being thrown at cops who have nothing to do with Minneapolis... Uh, this thing has to end soon, though, because it's very depressing. Oh, it will. It's very depressing. And by the time we do the next podcast, maybe the world will have changed. Part of the <laughs> part of the stuff that's really frustrated me is just the bullshit and misinformation on social media. I saw someone post this thing: "Oh, look at the Boston police destroying their own cruiser." Yeah, sure. And trying to make a point out of it, like, "Oh, they're trying to set people up." And yeah, it's like, right. "No, asshole! You only put out part of the video because the earlier part of it." had a bunch of people trashing that car. And right. what the cops did, they're trying to smash the windshield, which is bulletproof, so it's not like your windshield in your car or right, whatever. Right. And so they're trying to get it out to make it safe to drive again. And what happens when they get the windshield out? Don't be so sure my bullet, my windshield they, is they not bulletproof. They drive the car away. <laughs> so you're not helping your situation by well, being an asshole it. and lying to other people. That's just it. And that, that's going to evoke an opposite response of what is really due in this, in this circumstance, which is understanding... Mm -hmm. Of the situation and uh, a little bit of empathy, uh, to the to the point where I don't know where, where someone can step in and stop this thing is is what what's got to be done now. If you need a martial law to do that in the ultimate analysis, you're going to have to use it because otherwise everything's going to get burnt to shit. Everything because these opportunist uh, people. I mean, they, you see them; they're so happy. They're like, "Hey, look at I got all this shit!" And they're running out of the store with all kinds of stuff: cell phones, TVs. You know, clothes, shoes, you know, uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. Do you, uh, did I tell you that uh, any any of you guys that I noticed that Katie, you know who Katie Tour is? She, Katie Tour. She's on MSNBC. She's oh, a, yeah. Okay. No. Little. I don't watch MSNBC. She's walking down. I don't either. I, I watch them all I, equally, but I don't watch any of them. I'll do CNN know. and Fox News, but I will not do MSNBC. <laughs> CNN really blows, though, now. Anyway, Katie Tour works for MSNBC, and she's walking down the street, and you know she just recently had a baby like a year, year or so ago, and she's walking down the street with all these protesters, and she's out of breath. She's because they're walking a long way. Yeah. I noticed that she has this unbelievable rack, 
And clearly, she's still nursing her baby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bring, but right behind her is this guy walking right behind her. He's walking behind her. All of a sudden, he lifts up this sign right behind her head. And the sign says, fuck. <laughs> that's all it says. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, I get the message now. You're really you're doing something here. You're getting it done. Uh, what, what is the sign that says, fuck, do for anybody? I know, man. I think the, the glimmer of hope that I see. I think that was supposed to be a positive message to the people watching at home. Fuck. Just, <laughs> hey, Jesus. just go fuck. I'll tell you. Unbelievable. <laughs> I saw that today. Um, and one thing I saw, too, that real quickly that I saw, it, it happened in, Sandy, uh, in South Dakota, not San Diego, SD, South Dakota. <laughs> yes. Where somebody went and smashed all the windshields of all these cars that belong to the state or the state of South Dakota, whatever. And these were cars that are used to take hearing impaired and deaf children to school. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. So now all their cars are wrecked. There's like 10 of them, and they're all smashed windshields. And these kids... I mean, so now the like, taxpayers have to pay for new cars? Oh, yeah. Jesus. So short-sighted. Another reason to raise taxes. Yeah, at least they won't have to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. And then we know, know they're not listening to the Here's podcast. what I think the glimmer of hope is. As bad as things are, they're not. I think most people believe in goodness. Most people believe... I agree with you. And most people believe in truth. And I think they are truth seekers, especially at times like this of high stress. They want to know exactly what is really going on. And propaganda and bullshit as a way of stinking after a while. And you can kind of smell it. But there's something about a glimmer of truth and honesty and just brother and sisterhood. I, I, all these haters, man, the fucking left is just so angry all the time. They're, they're pissed about they're a lot angry of stuff, about right? everything. The, I mean, the one thing they're most pissed about is that Trump's the president. I'm not saying that some of their arguments aren't legitimate and that they've got some beef, <laughs> but Jesus, there's other ways to get this done, man. Right. And I've been, since 1968, when I was a 14-year-old boy, I've been a content-of-your-character guy. I judge people not by the color of their skin, but by the content of... Of their character, yep. like Martin Luther King told us to do. And it's a good rule. It's a real good rule. It's the best rule. And he was right to say it. And it, to this day, I live by it. But look what's happened. 52 <laughs> years later. Now they're doing just the opposite. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to say uh, two things, first of all. That we have, uh, we do have a sponsor. We do. <gasps> yeah, We have two, actually. We have Shining Rock Golf Club. But I was out there the Ooh. other day. Yeah. It's in uh, Northbridge, Massachusetts. Beautiful course. It's open. They got carts. It's like... I feel so normal yeah. <laughs> and so great when I'm out there on the golf course. Shining Rock, that's where you should play, and I'll see you out there. Uh, and next, the other... next time you go, can yeah. you let me know? Yeah, you want to play? No, I want to bet on it. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> clever. Wait a minute, can you bet on that? Can I just give you some advice? If it's a golf game, bet against me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No NBA, no NHL, no MLB. When are they waiting for? I don't know. They're going to get back to it, but there's uh, there's not not nothing. It's not like there's nothing yeah. to bet on. It's there's not like soccer. It's not. There's, you could say there's not anything to bet on. No, that'd be wrong. There's not not anything to bet on because oh. you can bet on all kinds of stuff with BetOnline.ag with hundreds of events, games, props, stuff like that, and everything from their online casino to poker and blackjack, as they are beginning beginning to bring the Vegas back to you, oh. right to bring it right to your house via it. your computer. That's great. Are you missing the NFL? <laughs> no problem. Bet online has daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can actually wager on, which is awesome. If you're into entertainment betting, you can bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, huh? Even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest or How Many Windows Get Smashed in Manhattan Tonight. All open 24 hours a day. It's all online. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Get your bonus by saying this. CLNS 50. CLNS 50. When they ask you for the code. You'll get 50% uh, of, the, of your original wager. What, what is it called? What is it? They match you up to 50%. Oh. So 
<coughs> a couple things. You, I know. My, I have a joke for you, all of you. Wait a minute. This is joke number two. Wait. Originally, yeah, no. you said you only had one joke. No, I had one for the beginning. One for Jesus, the end. He's a liar. Tonight, I know. Huh? It's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sacramento Kings announcer Grant Napier. Is that his name? Yeah. He's been placed on administrative leave. Maybe it's Napier. Uh, why he posted something about all lives matter on Twitter? You can't say that. You can't say all lives matter. Oh, that's right. BLM. It's a trademark thing. They get pissed. Yeah, fuck mosquitoes. They're telling no. Only Black Lives Matter. I, he said all lives matter. I've, a long time ago, I thought when the whole Black Lives Matter came thing, I understand what they're trying to say here, but isn't it better just to encompass everything together and say all lives matter? Well, they're just the members of humanity. We're all together in this thing, no matter know. what. So they 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 got. He, he said, "I'm not as educated on BLM as I thought I was." According to the Sacramento Bee, he said, I had no idea when I said all lives matter that it was counter to what BLM is trying to get across. Well, if you do, if you're using mathematics, if if all lives matter and BLM is black lives matter, then it's part of the the, the big umbrella group of all lives matter. One would think. <laughs> anyway, he's getting fired for that. And... Uh, I don't know if that's fair. That's not fair. He wasn't being mean. He wasn't being an asshole. Give me a break. Some people have used it to be an asshole. But I I kind of—I've never heard this guy. I believe him. I believe that he did. Are you a human being? And and honestly, I believe a lot of people didn't know that some select people were using that as like a dig at Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I think we were just saying, not all lives matter. Come on, we're all together. I think a lot of people that was their intent. Of course, it's kind of, it's kind of. Almost feels like disparaging comment against white people if you can't say all lives matter. What we we don't matter. Let me guess. Did he tweet you know. that? Yeah, he tweeted it. So that's what happened to him. Lesson anyway, learned. I, I just Stop wish everybody tweeting. would calm the fuck down. CTFD. Realize that if you were looking at the Earth from the space, sh- the uh, what do you call it? They went up the rocket that, that took off. That SpaceX. Thing, yeah. And you're way up there, and you're watching, and you look back down to Earth. You say, "Ah, oh, I'm from there." We're all from here. We're all people. So don't be an asshole and don't be a douchebag. Uh, you know, it's, it's politicians and shit. Just fuck everything up and get your mind and twist it around. All right, I got two Irish jokes for you. Ready? I thought he only had one I'm joke. Finish. I got two four? more. I always got two more. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this show with two jokes on a lighter note because we have such a heavy topic, all this hatred and all this stuff and glass breaking and fires building and people farting in public with COVID. You can't do that. <laughs> But we love each other. Yes. Well, I mean, everybody should love each other, at least to the point where you, you know, can't Stop anymore. There. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm being the love in me, the Irishman in me is going to come out for a second oh, here God. to close the show. I mean, I we're not closing the show. I got a, I got a quiz for you. Oh, you, right. save but your I, jokes. Save your jokes. Okay. All right. Okay. You Quizzes can... are good because they get the mind working on some other topic other than f- hatred. Now and you guys got to continue to listen to the rest of the show. That's <laughs> right. So this also involves, you know, in a passive way. How long is this show? Anybody who's listening, <laughs> half an would, hour. They also can participate in this uh, in a passive way. Okay. So here's uh, <laughs> here's question number one from our friend Ben Bailey of Cash Cash. Okay, ready? So I, I'm going to do better this time. Are we we start with Mikey? If he gets it wrong, I get an attempt. I guess or just a free for all. Back and forth. Whoever right. gets it. Shit. You know what? Let's work as a team. All right. All right. We'll, a team. No one will beat us. <laughs> all right, Ben, take it away. Due to their agile thumbs, what pesky ring-tailed scavengers can open garbage cans and turn doorknobs? Oh, I know. What is it? It's raccoons. That is correct. Uh, Correct. I got six of them in my yard. Okay. And now, Ben Bailey, question number two. Caused by the Epstein-Barr virus, what malady is often referred to as the kissing disease? Hmm. 
mononucleosis. That is absolutely correct. I'm a brilliant mind. Question number three. What Aussie singer got even more physical in 2006 by including a breast self-exam kit for the latest CD? Aussie singer? Yep. Yeah, it's... Come on. Had a breast exam? Olivia Newton-John. Oh, I, I knew that, but I was just, I was waiting. What, we have a time limit on this? Oh, Jesus. Oh, you're just bitching about how long Oh, no, I, was, I had the three Aussie singers queued up in my mind. I was just deciding which one had the breast thing. Mr. Bailey. Although its name <laughs> sounds foreign, what ice cream brand was actually introduced in 1961 by a couple from the Bronx? Which one is it? What is the question? The question is, although its name sounds foreign, what ice cream brand Spumoni. was actually introduced in 1961 <laughs> by a couple from the Bronx? Oh, that's Glockenspacken. Glockenspacken. Finken Furfen. And one more guess? I have no more Take guesses. Uh, Haagen-Dazs. Uh, oh, Haagen-Dazs, that's right. Uh, okay, next question. Yeah, they One got of the, the oldest universities on the West Coast, what school is affectionately known to alumni as UW? U-Dub. What school? West Coast. Uh, that is that is uh, Pepperdine. Did you say Pepperdine? Yes. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I know. University I know. of Washington? No. Ben. It ben. is? University yeah. of Washington. Well, U-Dub? U-Dub. Oh, that's right. stupid. Okay. U-Dub. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, how about this one? Yeah. Members of the order of Chiroptera, what are the only mammals capable of true flight? Oh. Bats. Yep. Bats is correct. Very good. I ate a bat soup uh, entree on the way over here tonight. Okay, here's How are you feeling? Pretty good. Ben will get this one. I got a mild temperature. A little kind of a hacking cough. Ben. <laughs> uh, ben. Here, let me check. I can't really breathe. Ben, but, will, ben will get this one. The European region known as Benelux consists of Belgium, the Netherlands, and what Grand Duchy? Luxembourg. That is correct. Yeah. What else could it be? It ends in Bella Lux. <laughs> oh, France? I mean, come on. All right. Uh, How many more of these we got? This is like being in school. We're killing it. We've only got one wrong. Only there's no free lunch. All right, here's one for you, Mikey. All right. If you are on the penultimate can of a six-pack, what number of beer are you drinking? Come on. The penultimate. It have to be the fifth. You are correct. How did you do that? Because there's that? only one left. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb does Bill think we are? I know. Uh, it's yeah. like, wow. He, he, we drove here without your help. There's an <laughs> Damn it. Well, you also drove here. Also called a foon, what hybrid utensil can be found in school cafeterias, oh prisons, and KFC? Uh, it's, a, it's a spork. It's a half spoon, oh half God. fork. You guys, you guys are good. I've never heard October, it. Pink yeah. ribbon, during there. October, pink ribbons are traditionally worn to raise awareness of what deadly disease? Vagina. <laughs> it is a deadly disease. Breast cancer. That is correct. That's correct. Of course I knew that. I used to do work for those folks. Introduced by Sega, what video game hedgehog is so famous there's a human gene named after him? I don't know. Sonic. Uh, that is correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before fresh milk is bottled, what process prevents a layer of cream pasteurization from forming on it? What Pas- did you pasteurization. Say? Homogenization. And I didn't want to say a word that had homo in the beginning of it for fear someone might think I'm one. <laughs> what British city welcomes tourists at John Lennon Airport with the slow Liverpool of us only sky? That's Liverpool. That's it. And See? Then, I got like an so A on that. We got one wrong? I think so. Yeah, we who's one. we? 
Who's <laughs> <laughs> we over here? Okay, so we say uh, once again to uh, everybody, uh, <clears throat> thank you to Ben Bailey from Cash Cab for allowing us to Do steal his material. we have to credit him? Is it contractually stipulated? No, but I, I like thanking him ah, because it, it, the good questions and he, uh, yeah, yeah. he's a good sport about it. Well, you're good with the sound effects, too. The ding, ding, and the, you know, uh, you know. You like that? Uh, that's good. You know that's what else favorite. you're good at? What's that? Aging. <laughs> Why, well, thank Isn't you, he great he at is, aging? He is beaten, he's beaten Father Time. You and I, not so good. Bill? Fantastic. No. Yeah. It's like Benjamin Button. Yeah. Just going backwards. Yeah, well, he, but he, you know, I look like I've been rode hard and put away wet, <laughs> and I'm only I'm only thirty. <laughs> All right, so here's my two Irish jokes to close our, oh. our our 80th podcast. And I'm sorry it was such a downer talking about actual real issues, but I had to get some stuff off my chest. Would you like some music for this? Um, no, these are just Irish jokes. Okay. So an Irishman is struggling to find a parking space, don't you know? Dear Lord, I can't stand this. If you open up a space for me, I swear I'll give up the Guinness and go to Mass every Sunday. Suddenly the clouds part. The sun shines on an empty parking spot. Without hesitation, the Irishman says, Oh, never mind, I found one. (laughs) (laughs) See, what... You, the, the the whole thing is that he drinks. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, because he's Irish. We, thank you. you. We thank figured you. that out. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And there's a second uh, joke you have there, Mike. State trooper smells alcohol on the priest's breath. He was an Irish priest. Yeah. And then he sees an empty wine bottle on the floor of the car. He says, "Sir, have you been drinking?" Just water, officer says the priest. The troop says, "Then why do I smell wine?" And the priest looks at the bottle and says, "Good lord, he's done it again." Go ahead, close out the show. He's already left.